Hi, and welcome to Promo Insiders, a counselor podcast that covers what matters most to the promotional products industry, from hard-hitting news to fun trends. Today, um, I'm Teresa Hegel, Executive Editor of Digital Content with ASI, and today I'm joined by Ryan Sowers, uh, owner of Sowers Consulting Strategies. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about branding during the pandemic and just some strategies and different things you can use to kind of stay top of mind with your your clients, with um, you know, potential clients, just just keeping yourself out there. Um, but before we get started, I just wanted to give a shout out to Maple Ridge Farms um, because they have very generously offered three coffee cakes. And so what we're going to do is three people, three lucky commenters uh, during this Facebook Live will be able to get one of these yummy coffee cakes sent to them. So I'm hoping that will inspire some lively conversation. I think this is a really good topic. Um, and I think we'll have a lot to talk about. So Thank you guys so much for joining me and um, let's get started, Ryan. Yeah, Teresa, thanks. Great idea and super glad to be here. Uh, it's an important topic and uh, the snacks sound yummy. <laughs> I know, right? I wish I <laughs> right. could have one. Not but, now, um, right? Yeah, but I'm, I'm excited that other people will be able to to enjoy that. So yeah. I guess, so we're talking about branding. Um, what What is like branding really kind of like mean to you and why is it so important like right now at this moment? Um. You know, so go back in time, We, you and I were talking off air, you know, uh, in 2015, I wrote, would you buy from you? Your brand makes the difference. And I would talk about your brand makes the difference. And I would say right now, your brand is the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there, are, there are companies I'm watching reinvent themselves in a number of ways. They're using new, they might have never used Zoom or had a podcast or had a show or done Facebook Live or whatever, but they're they're using it. They're getting out there. They're they're trying to um, serve, not be, mm-hmm. not sell, sell. So, so they want to be, we want people that are serving, not selling. And um, so our brand is what we've developed to all these years we've had of our life. And um, right now, when you have kind of a captured audience in all these different places, it's just imperative that we're out you know, serving and, and, and paying it forward and not mm-hmm. just seeing what we can sell somebody because no one's ever wanted that. But especially right now, no one wants that. People want like comfort right now. I think people want things that are easy. People want to feel, um, you know, like somebody cares about them. They want an ear to listen to them, you know, stuff like that, I think. They do. Um, You know, I think my wife's an educator and she was just saying today, she said, Ryan, the way you, I was telling like you you and I were talking about for for air, it's just been a crazy week Um, Mm -hmm. coming off of a nice Labor Day weekend. But everybody i think feels a certain sense of um emotion you know um we've we've no one's ever in our lifetimes unless you're 125 years old you know lived through so many changes that are going on and this will be studied forever so marketing doesn't stop branding doesn't stop but yeah our emotions are at the core you know we, we may be frustrated we may be lonely we may be tired we may be you know scared we may be isolated um, and you know, if you're the person that adds one more thing to that, that might just light the fuse, you know, and, and set them over the edge. And I think right now the brand has to become side beside somebody and encourage them and, uh, try to smile. Even if you have a mask on, uh, smile so that they know, Hey, we're all in this together. Well, I mean, speaking of masks, you know, obviously a lot of people in the promotional industry have kind of pivoted to that. And I've seen people make some really fun masks, like ones that say like, this is my smile or have like a smile on it. So there's even ways with the mask to kind of put your brand message out there or, um, you know, make it kind of like connect with people even, even with yeah. a mask on. 
Yeah, I think I'm wearing a maybe a Sandmar shirt. Matter of fact, so they guess. But 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 you know, um, in all seriousness, I tried to get a Nike mask. I do wear a lot of Nike stuff, and the Nike mask just didn't fit my big head, Teresa. So I'm wearing like an Under Armour one, which I actually really like. And um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's just weird as humans where you and I can see each other and we're kind of you know can smile back and forth. I was at the Lowe's hardware store, and this late, kind lady had helped me and my wife move this big barn doors we did about a month ago. She worked so hard. And at the very end, I said, hey, I want to tell you, thank you. I am smiling under this mask you can't see. And she said, y'all were so great to work with. I'm smiling too and sweating, <laughs> but you can't see it. And that's, you know, it's weird because we're humans. I mean, we're, we're made to see facial expressions. Um, we're, 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 it's just hard to get our minds around all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know, we will get to the other side. And this yeah. is what we're going to talk about in our session today. You know, people that are already thinking that way and working each day towards it are going to be the ones standing strong when we get to the other side. Yeah. And I see a couple of people have commented just saying hi. So hi, Daniel. Hi, Katie. Thank you guys for uh, joining us today. It's, um, you know, I'm excited to talk about this. Uh, so what what are some things that companies can do right now to reinforce their branding and kind of stay engaged with, with their clients? Um, you know, I, I want to start broad first. I think um, you and I have actually talked about this a little bit is is every business really needs to think of themselves as a new business right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen companies across the print and promo specters that I, I know some of them pivoted, like you said, towards making uh, masks or making PPE or, 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 you know, serving other people and knowing the brand, you know, your brand is built on trust, it's built on your reputation, uh, your attributes, your distinctiveness, your, um, your your handshake means something. So if you look truly, um, it's what I call a book I'm thinking about writing, Selling Without Selling, you're not looking for, hey, if I come and talk to a Teresa for an hour, I'm going to get X or, you know, that, that's just not the way, it's never the way to think about it. But right now it's saying, what can I give? What can I do? Who can I help? A young, a young friend, um, who I'm friends with his mother uh, and she had taught, you know, church preschool for years to when my kids were little, he, her uh, son is now out of college and he's looking for a job and he's, you know, like what a lot of people are. And I quickly connected him with the CEO of a big Southeastern company and they've expedited it through the steps. And he was just sent me an email. Thank you so much. But mm -hmm. I didn't do that for anything more than it's the right thing to do, help people. And, and if you do the next right thing, you know, good things are going to happen. I mean, people don't forget, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm, I'm curious, too, about anyone that's listening right now. Um, do you guys have any examples of things that you're doing differently during the pandemic, things that have been working for you um, or, you know, ways that you've kind of been reaching out, out to your clients? So if you have anything, just feel free to type it out in the comments and we'll kind of give it a shout out. Um, but what about, like, what are some things that you've seen, like, brands doing, like, do you have any examples of like of, of good things like big brands, small brands, just just good stuff that's been happening during during the last few months? Yeah, I think that, you know, I've watched everything from a you know restaurant, pizza, carry out, talking about, you know, contactless uh, pickup, simplicity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I watched a go back to Nike and Nike ads showing multiple factors that are going on in our world right now, you know, social change and uh you know, e economy and we're in a presidential year. I mean, we have so many things that are changing. It's almost mind boggling. So right. the big brands are saying, you know, we're here for you. We care about you. 
Um, we want to make business easier. I'll tell you mm -hmm. something interesting, Teresa. I have to take a flight in late October, which I'm assuming, I think, for what I'm doing is, is going to be okay. Um, still not 100% there, but we'll, we're going to see. But the big airlines I looked at, a couple of them are just steadfast, keeping the open seats open, mm -hmm. got to wear a mask, got to wear a mask everywhere. And, you know, here's where they pivoted. They now say, hey, if you need to change your flight an hour before for any reason, no charge. And yeah, and that's yeah. the stuff we had gotten, you know, that's the way it used to be, but it, it's, it was become like, you know, charge an arm and a leg for right, something right. simple, right? Right. Like, a, like just last year, you couldn't even imagine an airline, you know, giving up that change fee. That would have been unheard of. So, you know, what is the lesson there? You know, these big brands are saying, hey, you know, what really matters is not our big brand name. It's the people on the phone. It's this, the, you know, I had, I'll give a shout out, AT&T. I went around and around and around with uh, wireless in my house and I had to, it didn't matter how many people came out. They couldn't solve the problem. We kept going through the, you know, the phones and all this kind of stuff. Long story short, uh, I ended up tweeting to him and I got to the president's office and I can't tell you who the guy is, but he's wonderful. And it was all resolved in like three or four hours. It wasn't that complicated, but it took a person to person uh, approach where he goes, okay, I can see where you've gone through the same thing 85 times. That's what, you know, that's what, you know, an airline like Delta, who, who's one mm -hmm. I booked today, you know, they, they have not done this in years. They have said, you know what, Ryan, you want to change it? You're not flying as much as you used to. You're going to pay the piper. Now it's like, hey, look. So, you know, how's that going to look a year or two from now? Will they stick with those same things or will they go back the other way? That's going to be interesting. Right, right. I mean, but at least for now, we don't have to do that. I see a couple more comments are coming in. Uh, Walter Kurt says that he started his own Zoom show in March um, and he's up to 90 episodes. Um, nice. Actually, yeah, actually picked up business from it. Um, yeah, and I think, I think that's a really good point. Like people are, are, people are at home, people are starving for content. So if you have like some expertise or if you have content to share, I think this is the perfect time to be doing that. So I think that's great, Walter. Definitely, um, you know, Zoom shows. I know personally at, at ASI, we've been doing a lot more like podcasts and, and things like that. And people have, have responded to it. So I think that's awesome. Let's see. I have yeah, another. I want to touch, touch real quick. I want to, I want to touch yeah. on Walter's thing. Yeah. I, it's what he did is exactly very true. That's great, Walter. That's fantastic. I saw, I'd done a couple of Facebook lives and back in March, I guess it was early March, and it ended up launching this thing called the Community Connections Show, which is a video show and now a podcast. We've done 51. So you've been hard at work, 51. I feel like I'm tired. Um, but that allowed people for some other stuff I do locally to get more exposure. So I was mm -hmm. adding value that way to my clients. Um, so that's fantastic. I'm sorry. Now we'll look at what is Katie? Uh, Katie. Say? Katie Taylor says multi-touch approach, phone calls to just check in and see how clients are, handwritten yeah. notes and the traditional methods. Yeah, I think that that's really great too, because, you know, it's not about like, you, you have to be in touch with your clients, but it is sometimes just about like checking in on how, how they're doing, not to tell them, not even to tell them like, hey, we have these new products, but just to say, how are you doing? Like what's going on in your life? Right. I love that approach, Katie. I've been talking about it for years. I mean, you know, you're you're in the one percent that writes a handwritten note, and it's so easy to do. And it's, um, you know, even when I tell people to do it, sometimes I just shoot an email instead, and that's just mm -hmm. that's just silly. I mean, because people want yeah. the personal touch, but people are starved for the personal touch right now. So what you're doing right now is you're keeping your name in front of them, and you're not trying to sell them anything. You're trying yeah. to see how they're doing as a human person who mm -hmm. has a lot more than just buying things. You know, we all wear a lot of hats beyond yeah. what we do for a living. I mean, yeah, that, that personal touch, that handwritten note, that makes a huge difference. 
actually, you know, we just are, we had a summer intern this year. She was, she had to be remote. She was in California. We're in Pennsylvania. So it was, it was a big challenge, but I know she actually sent a bunch of the people that, that um, worked with her like handwritten thank you notes, which, you know, you think of like, she's, I guess she's not, not millennials anymore. I guess it's generation Z that's in college. Gen Z. But, yeah. Yeah. Gen Z. So you know, they don't quite have the bad rep that the millennials do, but <laughs> but you know, you don't always think of like a college student, you know, actually taking the time to send a note. So that really makes a big, a big difference, I think. Um, well, this you know, uh, this young man I was talking about, the college graduate, uh, Teresa, he was a, you know, he's just graduated college, and he took time to write a very professional email asking questions, and then took time to remind me. Uh, I just said, keep me posted of what was what was progressing. Hey, the the recruiter talked to me, and now I'm talking to the COO, and things are looking good. And I was like, great, let me know if I can help in any way. But I was very impressed by that yeah. because I couldn't remember. You know, I wouldn't remember it if you know. I knew I helped him, but I asked him to follow up, and he did. So yeah. the importance of follow up, um, I see we got another one is essential because right now people are struggling in every part of their life, and they want to feel appreciated and and needed and encouraged because we all mm -hmm. need that. Oh, definitely. So we have some comments from Danielle, Danielle Lum. Um, she says that she's been mailing some things for clients, sometimes a gift and another handwritten note. Um, COVID playing cards, coloring books to help pass the time and uh, <laughs> koozies because we all deserve a drink. That is so true. Um, absolutely. <laughs> I like that. Absolutely. I like the COVID playing cards. I know that's a like playing cards, coloring books, puzzles, all those things that we can do in our, our house have been huge. I know I've been doing a, a ton of uh, puzzles myself at home. So I think that if you can send like a, like cool branded things that people will actually use, they definitely appreciate that. They do. And, and they're going to remember it, you know, this mm -hmm. time, even, you know, still, you know, you have things you would have gone and, and now you're on zoom or you're on Facebook live or whatever. But when, when someone continues, what you're doing is a fantastic, Danielle, is um, you're making them feel important. You're, you're having some fun. You're bringing a smile to their face, you know, and, um, if, if there's ever a time we need a laugh or we need to relax, it's right now. And so if we can be the salespersons and marketers who say, is it going to be okay? How can I help you? How can I make you smile? How can I take some off your plate? That That's the secret. I mean, yeah. the secret is there's no secret, right? You just, right. you need a breath of, you know, you need a deep cleansing breath. We all do. Yeah. And I mean, I think just that the whole idea, so many people are working from home um so sending those those work from home kind of like kits or just getting something in the in the mail like a little package that just is a, it's very special like if it's whether it's like an employee appreciation thing or you know just sending it to your to clients to like let them know hey you know we care about you um, that makes a huge a huge difference um so we talked about some of these good things that people are doing but what about like missteps what are some branding missteps right now i think one like major thing is company i think like obviously money is tight right now for for almost every business but one thing they should not be and, and you have to cut the budget right but one thing i think that shouldn't be cut is marketing right like that that is it's more important than ever to to be marketing to people so i, I think there's a lot of companies that did cut it and i think that might be a mistake i mean what is your what's your take what do you think some branding steps are uh, you know, people still to this day, you know, say, you know, what's my expense for X, Y, Z when it refers to marketing? And then, you know, we know the answer is this an investment, right? Investment. Right. And, uh, so, you know, I, as the, I can't remember the name that earlier said he'd done the 90 shows, people are asking about this show or I have a marketing matters radio show doing Atlanta that becomes a podcast. And they I have so many shows. They're like, 
we don't wish I were you even talking about, but my whole point is I'm trying to help them get exposure. And I think a couple of things wrong or there, there's people that have cut marketing. And so maybe they just have a couple of salespeople and the salespeople are hard pressing, like you know, hard LinkedIn messaging, you know, what can you buy from them? You know, how can I be on your show? I mean, it's all about them. I mean, it's all right. about, I mean, I had one person that reached out to me and, you know, I, I brought them on a show and then literally it was just, you know, once they got the exposure, they didn't want to even respond back. I, I don't, I don't understand people that are looking for those transactional things. Um, what also is bad, you know, cutting back marketing because when people can get out and celebrate and be free to, you know, see the movies they want and do it, and all this stuff is slowly opening. It's the people that have been all along um, keeping their name out there. And I've told a bunch of my clients in my different businesses, this is not the time to your point to duck and hide. Um, this is not the time to duck and hide and go, well, you know, hopefully in 2021, things will get better because there will be people that will fill those spaces where you've been and mm -hmm. you will be irrelevant. And, right, right. um, and, and there's too many of, them. I mean, you know, we all think of big companies, but small companies, well, you know, money's tight and I get it. We all get it, but you've got to make strategic, intelligent decisions and be bold, you know, right. be big or go home, you know? Right. And, um, it's, I, I can't stress it enough, hiding out and just trying to, you know, slink by, this is the time to get your message out because you've got a wide open audience. And a matter of fact, Teresa, the last thing I'll say is, when we do come to the other side, human beings are going to be hardwired differently. And, you know, a topic I would have given in March probably is going to be pretty irrelevant come January 2021. It's going to be how we came through this time or what we learned or getting back to some of the basics. That's how we have to be thinking as marketers right mm -hmm. now. And, you know, remember, we're not on some vacation because we're working from home. Right. I see yeah. too much. I see too much of that. And that scares me for businesses. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we're going to more comments. Business is built on relationship first. That's uh, what Jane Bishop says. Um, uh, that's Yeah, that's totally true, of course. Um, Jane's a co-host of my uh, Marketing Matters shows. Hi, Jane. Oh, okay. Jane is Jane's a great, if you want to look her up, she's, uh, she's a great coach. She's She coaches me a lot, so I can vouch for her. Unless I can vouch for her. All right, yeah, what is Melissa say? Something we always talk about is uh, relationship. You know, this is a relationship business, not just and you're not just selling products, you're, you know, building relationships with people. Um, Danielle Lum says that she totally agrees on being bold. Um, there's no time to, to hide and rest for sure. Yeah. And I think, I mean, like, it's definitely hard. You know, I've been working from home for the last, I guess, what has it been five or six months. And <laughs> it's definitely hard to find that balance um, and, and turn and switch off. But, but yeah, you, the one thing you don't want to do is to be switched off you know, too much because there's still plenty of work to do and, and it is not, it is not a vacation. Um, so, you know, you, you say, let's see, you don't want to, you don't want to duck and hide. Another thing I think we had talked about previously was just that you have to be trying new things, right? Like yeah. you can't, like a lot of people, I, I think another mistake people make is thinking, think, like waiting for things to go back to normal. Like what is normal going to be? Is there really going to, you know, we talk about that new normal a lot, you know what I mean? So you can't yeah. just be and waiting for things to go back to normal. You have to yeah. adapt to what's yeah. happening. Teresa, Teresa, I mean, if I hear the word pivot or new normal one more time, um, one of my friends, a great marketer, said that to me in early March. He used the word pivot. First time I heard it, I've heard it about 8 million times since then. And it's, it's, it's an applicable term. Whatever the new normal looks like, Ryan. Well, the new normal I, is going to look like this, you know. 
as I get to the last two classes before my dissertation, my doctorate in leadership, it's going to be humans have been re hardwired in every part of their life, their jobs, their families, where they work, what they do, wearing masks. I mean, attention all across, you know, uh, you know, economic hardship, businesses, jobs being lost. So things are going to be very different. Humans mm -hmm. will never not seek relationships and trust with other humans. I mean, that's just the fundamental way we're wired. The day we can you know, not just give somebody an air hug, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to, we're, we're not going to forget that, but people are going to be cautious for a while. And there's going to be people who say, I don't want to get on an airplane for a while. And there's going to be people who say, I'd rather do zoom than have to go to that meeting in person. Things are going to change. Life changes. Businesses change. Change is good. Yeah. Humans don't like change, but that the new normal is going to be change. I mean, it will, we're still human. We're still going to do that. But you cannot come out of an extended period like this of seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven months and go, oh yeah, we're gonna go back. What does that look like? We just we just changed a little bit. And we use Zoom now. No. Uh, kids have been out of school for extended periods of time. Parents have been multitasking, stresses have been mounted up. We're gonna see a lot of positive hopefully positive, but possibly negative change, and that'll that'll play a role in the business world. For sure. Um, oh, I see. I, this is a really good uh, comment from Walter Kurt about how it's not normal. We've moved on from normal. It's the next. I like that. It's, yeah. yeah. It's the next. Yeah. Um, another I, I agree. Oh, we have a question too from Vin, who is our uh, one of the, the social media gurus at, at ASI, but he wants to know how crucial social media is to building your brand during the pandemic. Um, and I would say it's it's essential, right? Like, especially if people are stuck at home. This is the way we're communicating. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know anybody right now if, you know, I guess maybe there's 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 that 10% on the bell curve on each side that likes all the divisive news. Um, but, you know, all the stuff that you watch is really de depressing more than ever. So this is where people are getting positive things and creating new shows and creating new content. We've heard content marketing for years, but how do we put a show on? I mean, I told my wife at the beginning of March, I already did a lot of stuff in the public atmosphere, but I said, you're going to see a lot of me everywhere because I'm going to triple down on getting positive messages out. And I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, using it through every channel. So the people that are bringing new ideas like next, mm -hmm. you know, it's not new normal is next. What's next? Um, that's how we have to be thinking. And, um, you know, if, if we look at this and say, you know what, I had been asking Teresa, my audiences for years, we're slammed, we're buried, we're drowning, we don't have enough time, we don't have enough time. And all of a sudden, here's the question, we did have enough time. So my question is, what did we do with this time? And right. if, if we took, if we've taken this time and reflected as human beings, we've reflected on our business, we've thought of new ideas, we've tried new ideas, we may flat out come out stronger because of this, because we had time to slow down for a moment. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, sort of like after 9-11, but 9-11 didn't last that long. You know, we had time to kind of just take a deep breath. And um, I'm very hopeful. Hopefully people are, are looking at it this way. Um, but if they're not, I encourage them today to begin and start looking at things they can implement, do, and get their name out there. And social media, yes, I mean, is... Anybody can be on social media and, is in, and they follow you because you have a brand or you have information people want to hear or share. Yeah. And I mean, the other I think another big point of, of how this is, you know, the, the next thing is just that so much business is going to be I mean, it was already moving that way. But now so much business is going to be online. E-commerce is bigger than ever because people you know, either for a while couldn't go to the stores or now maybe are a little bit more reticent of just going to shop at the mall or whatever. 
So if your business is not online and is not, and if you don't make it easy for them to, to buy things, you know, online, I think you're going to be at a real disadvantage. Uh, absolutely. I'm uh, looking at our comments. Let me see. Yeah, we got a lot. Everybody wants that coffee cake. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so now everyone, these are all some really good observations. You're, you're working on your marathon and I'm, I'm working on my own plan. So we're exempt from the coffee cake, but That's this right. is delicious coffee cake. So we, okay, what do we have? Um, oh, so Allison Costa says, now's the time to uh, think about implementing a niche or disruptor strategy. And there's so many opportunities out there. So like what kind of, of niches, um, you know, would you say there are like what are some things that people are are working on and that and, and anyone in the comments want, who wants to chime in that's awesome too yeah i mean you just have to look at it i mean I, i've decided to add and who knows Teresa, this is fun maybe we'll do this do it again you know, do this again but you know my, my my idea is you know you have video snippets i, p I put out and i put those on pause ryan's remarks i'm gonna start doing that we're back to the marketing matter show locally some magazines uh, I'm going to, I'm going to use some opportunities to do virtual trainings, the, you know, things I have to share, uh, some new speech ideas. It's just my brain, my brain's revving at 600 miles an hour, seriously, of just opportunity. So whoever said that, I think this, um, uh, it, 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 it's it, Allison, um, you're right. I mean, it, there are people, Allison standing around and I watch them and, and they literally, I don't know how to say this the right way, but it, I get the feeling that people just kind of feel like they're kids in high school and it's just been a really long summer. And I'm kind of going, and they're always asking me, you know, why can't you go do this? Why? Because I'm, I'm that dialed in and focused. You got to get your rest. You got to have your family time. You've got to get your exercise and all that kind of stuff. But on business, if you're not like totally analyzing every part, top side, left back, 360s, um, you, you need to be like today. Um, and yeah. the people I know that I, yeah. I admire and respect have been doing this for the last five, six months and going, how do we, you know, how do we pivot? I hate to use the word, and, and make our brand even bigger mm -hmm. than it was before, because we will eventually come back to face to face and conferences and events, but there mm -hmm. will be people that don't come back. That'll say, we're just going to tune in virtually. And that's just the reality. Yeah. And I mean, you know, another thing is since we're talking about the, the pivoting again and kind of going back to the idea of masks and PPE. So obviously I think everyone knows like that's, that's not going to last forever. And I think there's some signs of, of that need tapering off a little bit as just, you know, it's a, you know, for a while, like nobody could get it anywhere. Now, now you can go anywhere and get masks and PPE. But the point is that maybe if you were the person that was, you know, if someone found you for, for the masks you're making, Maybe when they need T-shirts, you know, in a few months, they'll be like, oh, that person really helped me out during the pandemic and, and you know, got me those T-shirts right away. Or I mean, not such, uh, masks, got me the masks right away. Right. Maybe they'll do the same for T-shirts or for, for whatever it is that's your core normal product. People want to support brands that, that stand for something. You know, they, they stand for a cause. In other words, I remember early on a package store had opened up. I'm in Atlanta and they had opened up like two months before the stuff hit. So they quickly, what did we need in the beginning? Hand sanitizer. They started making, say, if you come into our store, big thing of hand sanitizer. And I mean, this stuff smells like you're putting vodka on your hands. I mean, but what they did is they brought people in, but the people that were addressing needs because there was none and people were like, you need hand sanitizer. You need to wash your hands, but if you can't, you need, um, 
Exactly. People doing the PPE. Yeah. When you think about who to support, they're going to say, you know what? Those guys are always giving back, especially during this time. We watched them give back time and time again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see it locally with my magazines. You know, we write a story on somebody, not because they asked us to, but because we can help get them exposure. They, their loyalty is through the roof. And it's, it's, it's about paying it forward mm -hmm. and, and just doing, the, I mean, again, doing the right thing, keeping your name out there. And people don't forget, especially during this time, the people that, you know, are out there making things happen and the people hiding in the, the you know, and creating chaos by, you know, being toxic on social media, whatever. I mean, that this is not the time for that. Never is the time for that, but especially well, not now. Right. Um, well, it's, and it's hard to avoid, but but you can. I think as the other, we did a, another um, uh, Facebook Live maybe like last week about social media and how you can kind of sanitize your feed. So if you haven't seen that one, you should go back and, and check that out uh, because uh, that addressed a lot of really good uh, um, content there. Uh, you know, and another thing I think too is just a lot of like, uh, like t-shirt shops I'm thinking of, but like uh, promotional products, like a whole bunch of people like during the pandemic came up with like fundraisers for for the businesses that had to shut down, which I think you know that was great just in the moment because it kind of you know was bringing revenue to these businesses that weren't able to get it, bringing revenue to the t-shirt shops and, and promotional products distributors that weren't getting it. But it's also positioning yourself for the future because again, they're going to remember who was the person that came up with this idea, who was helping me get through this time. Now that you know things are better, I'm going to go back to them for for my needs. So right. and, and it's, not, it's not necessarily about that. Like you said, it's not about, you know, doing that. But the fact is that that's what people are going. People are going to remember that. And, and I've seen, you know, I'll just use Atlanta, some communities I've seen, you know, people are just saying, you know, and I've told everybody, you know, supporting small businesses and, you know, those guys that are half t-shirts or pens or umbrellas or whatever that have been constantly checking in with their customers or, you know, sending them stuff to make them smile or writing them a handwritten note like we discussed earlier. Um, you know, at the end, when we get to the other side, as long as the price is somewhat competitive, price is not going to be the deciding factor. It's going to be, um, hey, these guys actually made a difference in people's lives and we want to pay it back to them, you know, and that's, that's always the way reciprocity works with humans. You know, if you do something for me, I feel the need to do that back to you. That's That's been studied. But especially when we've had all this time to remember day by day, hour by hour, kind of like Groundhog Day, um, you notice the people out there that are doing these things. And so, yeah, you know, when they don't, you know, the mask and stuff or we're, we're good on, people won't forget seeing the pictures of them meeting the needs of people and, and you know, want to support them back. Yeah, for sure. So, so talking about like the future, I know when we had spoken last, I was writing an article about kind of how to plan for 2021, uh, you know, when there's so much that's uncertain. Um, so what, what are some things that people can be doing to kind of position themselves for, for next year? Um, and, well, you know, what are some I, steps I, they can take now? I mean, well, I anticipate if I had to make a gut guess, I anticipate, you know, with schools, you know, when watching the things I get to see locally and hear about, you know, we're going to have probably, you know, when flu season comes back, you might have an uptick again in this stuff. I expect by Thanksgiving and Christmas, human beings are going to be so starved to be back together that they may just say, you know, I, I don't need to be around my elderly parent, but it's been too long since I've been able to give him a hug. Mm -hmm. And I think we're just going to start getting to a point, you know, to the other side where we're going, you know what, I, I miss seeing my you know, best friend and this and that, and, and I got to spend more time with them. And I guess getting such where we're, we're more scared of not having a, 
the things we feel that have been taken from us than of COVID. And um, I anticipate, you know, people trying to really take some downtime at the end of the year and, you know, whether it's traveling domestically or whatever we're allowed to do, trying to get back to realizing, you know what, there's life is short, even if we, I have a lady I profiled in a local magazine. She turned 100 today, 100 years oh, old today, wow. believe it or not. I, I just remember that as I was saying that. She's seen a lot in her lifetime. And um, her message was so, so sad. I mean, so exciting. But you know what she said, Teresa? She says what she sees in today's world makes her so sad. She grew up during the Great Depression and she saw barely had food on the table, whatever. But she said what she's seeing in our country makes her so sad. So what's the antidote to that for brands? encouragement, exciting, uh, easy to do business with, um, stress-free, convenient, um, adding value, making, you know, you know, those relationships, whatever that's, people are going to be starved for that. And it's just important to say, how are we going to be, you know, are we using email marketing? Are we using social media stuff? Are we using a podcast? Are we using a blog or whatever we're doing? How are we getting our name out and not just talking about what we sell, but talking about you know, how are they feeling like we're doing today? And um, I think that's how we have to prepare because there's no roadmap. We don't know how the election is going to go and what's going to happen after that. But we do know people are frustrated and they, they're they longing for getting back to the things they love. And if we address those needs, we're going to do really well as sales and marketing people. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, Katie Taylor just mentioned yeah, adding value. That's something that we definitely need to do, add value to people's um, experiences, to people's uh, lives? Like wh what are some ways that, that brands can add value? I mean, adding value is 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 the key. I mean, and like I said, in that second book I wrote, The Wood You Buy From You, Your Brand Makes a Difference. I said, you know, price is price. Value is price plus your services, goods and services plus you. So in other words, you got your price, your services or goods, whatever you're doing, plus yourself. What do you bring to the equation? So not what does your company do? I mean, your company is your company, but it's you bring something to the equation as well. And people remember how you talk to them, how you treat them. Do you return their call? Do you respond to their email? Do you have to, you know, they have to ask you the same question six times for you to go, yes. And you're like, yes, to which question? I wrote you four, you know, and, and so that's how we prepare. And we know human beings are human beings and human beings are going to be scarred and strained through this time. But we also know human beings are resilient and, um, and we're going to come out stronger. And the people that can make you laugh, the people that can inspire you, the people that can bring you a good idea, that's the people that are going to be getting the business. Mm -hmm. um, that's just the way it's going to work. Even speaking, things are going to change with, with speakers that get booked because people who have different messages and have changed the way they look at things, audiences are now going to want to hear different things than they would have even six months ago. So yeah. everybody's being forced to look at their, what they're doing and say, how do I fit XYZ audience or target market that I'm after its needs? And what, what do they need? Maybe I need to do a, you know, sit, you know, a, a phone interview with them and ask them what, what I could do to make their life easier. Um, there's some things going to be quite simple. We can go back to basics, you know, and make it easy. Mm -hmm. But those are the kind of things we got to be doing for 20 uh, 21. So we're well poised. Um, no matter what, no matter what uh, deck of cards, you know, yeah, yeah. Are come yeah, out, maybe right? it's a promotional deck of COVID uh, cards that are being. Come <laughs> I love that idea. That's cute. <laughs> and it, it makes yeah. you laugh and people yeah. need to laugh, man. Mm -hmm. What does Jane say? When you add value, you're practicing communicate to connect. And when we connect where they are, we bring value. Yeah. 
Spot on, Jane. Um, and and that's that's Jane has some um, Janeisms, and she talks about you know, you know, alignment or being purposeful or whatever you're doing. You know, one time I saw her; it was she was in her yard pulling weeds, and said, "What weeds are growing up during this time? We've been home for six months." So every person, no matter what, if you're a business owner, you use your first day on the job, you're you're graduating college, has an opportunity in front of them. It's do you take advantage of it? There's no restrictions on this thing, Teresa, called a brand. And there's no restrictions. I mean, like you said earlier, with social media and all these ways, we didn't have to go to a national broadcasting company to get on air at, you know, 3.30. Mm-hmm. And people are tuning in. And then if it happens again, probably more people are going to tune in. That's just how it works. But you have to have information and you got to share it. And it needs to be inspiring and helpful. And um Anybody can do that. It's just where they come from in their stage of life and how they want to relate to the audience that they're trying to target. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I think kind of we can start wrapping up. I think we've brought you know a lot of a lot of good points, but mainly you know the strategies you need to have right now with branding are you know to keep investing in marketing, even though you know your budget might be slashed. Marketing um, is a huge thing. Uh, you need to be human, be caring. Um, and be at, you know, like reaching out to your clients, not to sell them stuff, but to find out how they're doing. Um, and, you know, in the course of that, maybe there is things that they need to buy, but, but the, the, the key point is to, to stay, stay in touch with them and, um, you know, let them know that you care about, uh, you know, what they're doing. Um, and then being, you have to be online, whether it's for social media uh, having a good like e-commerce solution, you have to be where where the people are, and where the people are right now is online. Um, and a, a, another big point with, that you mentioned was think like a startup. So you have to be able to, you know, pivot or, you know, make new plans, try new things, kind of be scrappy like you were when you when you started out. Um, oh, here's some. We have another couple of good comments. Uh, Allison says to add value, yeah, offer marketing services. Uh, find their biggest challenge right now and how you can help with it. Offered help with virtual event planning, um, even if it's a challenge. That's true. Like some, like this is new territory for all of us. So I think people are a lot more forgiving than than they ever were. Like I know personally, like as a as a working mom, you know, it's really hard to be working at home while my daughter is going to school. But if she like pops up, you know, in the middle of a Zoom call. Nobody minds, you know what I mean? Like if she was there the whole time, it might be a little frustrating, but if she pops up to ask for like a snack, it's not the worst thing in the world. So it's like, we all have to kind of, we're all a little bit more forgiving. So why not try something new? Um, you know, and, and and I just want to say, Teresa, you know, I, I've been preaching for years, you know, people want to see authenticity. They want to see transparency. They want to see genuine, you know, for years I've done this series, like I said before, called Ryan's Remarks. And I decided the other day when I start recording them again, they're going to be a hair bit longer and I'm going to, I'm going to just have a video editor edit them down. But genuinely, genuinely before I would just do a two minute talk, cut up the you know front and the end. And it, it is what it is. My point is when, if your information is good or your kid comes on the screen or your cat, you know, starts scratching at your window, that shows you're human. I mean, and, and this goes back to what I was talking a lot about before the pandemic, human to human. I mean, so now humans, human, which was such a topic I was speaking about, which was crazy because we've always, I think everybody, even the most introverted person in the world is going, you know what? I miss this or I miss going to the movie or I miss yep. Sydney. And, and, and if we meet those needs and remember, like you said, you or me a, being a dad or a business owner or a husband, 
those are all different roles. You know, you're out working on your uh, marathon and you have kids and you have your job. Everybody we're selling or marketing to is in the same boat. And they don't just they don't just sit there like an old weeble wobble and go, I just buy promotional products all day. And, and we got to look at them holistically and really have empathy and caring and be really about what's best for them. Even if you don't get the immediate order, if it's a new prospect, if you show more caring than not, you'd be surprised how many people will stick with you. It's crazy. It's, it's, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that it's a it's a good point that people, you know, they are holistic people because you um, you kind of have to you have, like and how, I'm sure that people have tons of stories like this, like, you know, maybe you were working with them like on a corporate level, but then they have some kind of like nonprofit that's near and dear to them and they're doing a fundraiser. And so they turn to you. Do you know what I mean? Like they're like you may have know them in one one aspect. And if you're good to them that way, you might get, you know involved with them in a whole other aspect of their lives. But if you don't connect it with them on a human level, you would never know that. Um, it, um, it, yeah, what do we got? Um, we had some more comments I just wanted to mention. Yeah. Allison said, this is a really key one, I think. Use promo to sell promo. And I think you're yeah. right. Like I think people forget that a lot, but it is that's crucial, especially in our industry. Like, What better way to show that promotional products work than using them to I mean, sell and promote yourself. My, 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 eye, my eye doctor, well, you know, everybody, when I say, you know, the stuff, you know, I'm just looking around my uh, office right here and, you know, you start looking at, you know, I mean, it doesn't even take me far to, I'm oh, sorry, I put it, you know, you find that everybody knows what promotional product items are and they, they just work so well. So exactly using those items um, and sending those to people to keep your name in front of them. What better way to kill two birds with one stone? Because it's, yeah. everybody loves this stuff. I mean, you know, here's another one, you know, a little, one of the little fiber wraps. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just finding random things on my desk, you know, but right. well, the, the people um, know them and they. Yeah, I was going to say, we just, we just released the ad impression study, which I think one of the things we found that the average household has about 30 promotional products in it. Um, Probably way more than that, to be honest. I think my house might win since I'm looking like one yard of space and I found like seven. Uh, no, it, seriously, it's uh, um, but it doesn't take anybody hard to say, you know, that industry, the brand identity products and like, oh, yeah, we love that stuff. And, you know, things will get back. There will be conventions and stuff again. There will be, you know, show booths and education. But in the interim, everybody has an you know, opportunity. Uh, Walter says, um understanding patients and partnerships. Uh, absolutely. Um, understanding patients and partnerships. Right now, we have to be patient with people. We have to be, um, you know, we, we re I can't, I have four Ps. I can't think of them all. But give people patience. Show some people uh, grace and realize that, you know, maybe what you say to them was the thing that just pushed them over the edge today. But that's because they're a human being not a widget in a chair, you know, wherever they're working from, who's going online going, how much for a hundred of these? That's putting, you know, them in far too simplistic ways. We, we're we not like that and nor are our prospects or customers. Right, right. Um, so I think, I, I think we're gonna wrap it up, but this has been really good. I'm so glad that everyone chimed in with some great, great, great discussion points. Um, hopefully, people got something out of this. I know actually I got things out of it myself. So I, I, I'm too. glad that everyone joined in and that we had a chance to talk about branding. Um, so we'll just wrap it up. Um, again, I'm Teresa Hegel, the executive editor of digital content at ASI. And today I was talking with uh, Ryan Sowers of Sowers Consulting Strategies. Um, and again, 
you know, we have the the coffee cakes from Maple Ridge Farm. I will be in touch with with a couple of uh, lucky people uh, who did this lively discussion today, and and you'll get uh, a coffee cake. So that's pretty awesome. Well, right. Teresa, it's been great to be here, and and you, you asked so many awesome questions. And you know, hey, as this thing continues to evolve, we can do it again sometime because it's important, and people need to hear this and keep their head up and know that they're doing the best they can. I'm proud of them. We're proud of them. And we, we, we shoulder, shoulder to shoulder, we're all going to get to the other side of this and people need to hear that. Definitely. For sure. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming today.